Valley Builders, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Great to be with you again. I welcome Leslie Pagel to this episode of Value Builders. Leslie is the Chief Customer Officer at Authentics. In this episode, she breaks down the two key principles of effective customer experience strategy, listening to understand the customer and the responsibility of advocating for customers within a company. She elaborates on how these two key principles are really essential for weaving the customer into the fabric of a company. In the second part of the discussion, Leslie talks about the work she and the team at Authentics are doing to innovate in the customer experience space. They're honing in on the importance and the value of interaction data across the customer lifecycle, getting to the heart of customer emotions and behaviors. It's a fantastic discussion. I think you'll really take a lot away from this. Please welcome Leslie Pagel, the CCO of Authentics, to this episode of Value Builders. Let's get into it. Leslie, it's great to see you. Thanks for sitting down with me for an episode of the podcast today. I am super excited to be here. Thanks for having me. We're going to talk about a few different things. I'm really excited to talk about what you're doing at Authentics today. You're really stepping into some new innovative ways to think about interaction data. Um, but before we do that, let's talk a little bit about your career path. So tell me a little bit about your background. And I know you've spent a lot of time in the, the realm of customer experience, which is near and dear to my heart. So how did you get to where you are today? Awesome. Well, let's see. It's been a long journey. Uh, started over 25 years ago. I, I joined a customer experience consulting firm. Um, spent about 20 years there working with large global B2B organizations, um, helping them with their customer experience strategy, the voice of customer programs, how they organize around the customer, all facets of uh, customer experience. A few years ago, decided to um, go into the practitioner side of things and joined a large um, insurance company, um, really um, mostly on the consumer side of things as well. So worked on um, bringing in consumer insights, um, analyzing those to inform the business of um, opportunities as well as strengths to leverage. And then last year made the decision to join Authentics um, really because I uh, saw the, the gap that Authentics is filling in the customer experience space. And in that gap was really around the analysis of the actual experience, the actual interaction that customers are having with uh, the businesses that they do business with. And um, I've, I've been at Authentics now coming up on a year and um, today work with healthcare organizations to um, analyze their customer interaction data and um, deliver value to their business. Very good. Well, we're going to break that down here in, in a few minutes. But before we do that, uh, you know, you've, you've had a kind of a unique career opportunity to spend a lot of time in customer experience, really on the, on the strategy front, really helping organizations figure out their customer experience strategy. So if you were to highlight just a couple of, of key principles that that you've grounded your work in over the years, what, what would they be? Yeah, there, there are two kind of key things that, um, that I have kind of come to as critical elements for any customer experience professional. And the first is really um, on the listening side of it to listen to fully understand. So what I mean by that is a lot of times what 
we see in the customer experience space is we're listening to track a score or we're listening to respond. And um, we're not always getting underneath the surface, answering the why do our customers feel this way? What are the things that they are doing based on the, the experience that we've created that have caused these emotions, these behaviors? So really digging underneath the data to answer the, the why. why. Why is it this way? And to really fully understand um, the customer experience. So that's one thing. So okay, right. you know, digging into the voice of the customer in, in truly an immersive way. Two is uh, as customer experience professionals, we have a responsibility to advocate for our customers. So we listen, but we cannot unhear that. And it's our responsibility to, to tell mm. and to tell within the business. And so it's, it's also, I think, one of the harder things that customer experience professionals have to deal with because um, they have a responsibility, not just for understanding the customer experience, but also getting the entire organization to understand it as well. Um, so it really bringing that customer into the fabric of the business is, is the second element. So as you, as you kind of talk through those two kind of key principles, is it safe to say that a lot of organizations, what, Hey, they don't, they don't take either of those steps. They're not listening they're, And then they're definitely not kind of organizing internally. Um, but it sounds like also many will actually go to through that exercise to listen. We start to collect that information, but then it, we don't do anything with it. Is that, is that accurate? So to your it, second point, it's like, we've got to actually build that muscle within an organization to really benefit from, from collecting that information. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Um, you know, it's hard too. Uh, it's, you know, this is hard stuff that we're doing. Uh, we're listening to millions of customers and, you know, trying to summarize those into key takeaways. And, uh, but to your point, Dave, the, the taking action is definitely um, a responsibility for the organization. You mm -hmm. know, I mean, the customer experience professional is the mirror, you know, here's what we look like from the outside looking mm -hmm. in. Yeah. Um, but it's the organization's responsibility to do to do something about that. And, um, you know, what I've seen in my work is that sometimes it is about acting on specific insights. Mm -hmm. You know, we saw this region have an issue, so let's go fix that. Mm -hmm. But the other thing that's important for customer experience professionals is really to create a culture um, and that culture is really about giving the customer a presence within the organization so that people naturally ask the question, what would customers think about this? Right, right. What's the impact of this on customers? So you're trying to get the organization to ask those questions as well. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. So what's the difference between an organization that does that well and one that doesn't do it well um, relative to the culture? Yeah, I would say um, it is the difference is is really in terms of uh, when you take a look at an initiative, for example, that is underway okay. um, and you watch that initiative go through from, you know, getting funding mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. to creating the project plan, to executing milestones and touch points. A customer-centric organization is going to be asking and weaving in customer insights through the whole process. Okay. Um, so they're going to be they're going to have their feelers out with their customers along the way. Got it. A, a company that doesn't have the customer woven into the business as a part of the fabric, it's it it can sometimes be an afterthought or well we didn't think about you know that. You know, was because you 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 didn't have those inputs coming in throughout the process. So that's that's one example. Okay, and it does it starts at the top. Safe to say that it, you really need the the C suite and CEO even uh, to kind of facilitate that that opportunity in the organization. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it certainly helps. Um, I w- I would say that does not hurt but really what's essential is that it's about walking the talk you know a lot of times organizations will say we care about customers no one doesn't say that right you know but it's the actions that demonstrate how you care about customers that are important um, behaviors within an organization yeah and as you kind of reflect on how business has evolved, it feels like there's more understanding than ever before on, on why it's so important. Um, I know it's definitely in the software realm, you know, especially with just the business model, subscription-based, the delivery, uh, people are are more disciplined than ever. But I know you've, you've seen it, uh, customer experience strategy across a lot of different industries. So is it is it evolving like it should o- overall, if you were to kind of reflect on it a little bit? I think so. Um, You know, I I look back over 25 years and the methods for listening have certainly evolved significantly Mm -hmm. um, where, you know, uh, just even as short as five years ago, the most common method was surveys. Mm -hmm. And today you're seeing companies like Authentics that are actually taking in the the interaction that a customer has with the company and they're listening to to that specific interaction. So it's certainly um, evolved from methods of listening. It is now a boardroom conversation where companies are uh, developing their competitive strategy around the experience because they don't want to compete on price. I mean, who wants to do that? And then it's getting harder and harder to differentiate just on the product. So it really is about the experience that companies wrap around. And um, that's now a boardroom conversation that you're seeing organizations stood up within the business to um, create a discipline around the customer experience as well. It's exciting to see a lot, lot more work to be done, but you know, to your point, this is a good segue into what you're thinking about and working on now. The technology is really starting to open up new opportunities for organizations to, 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 to do more on the customer experience front. So with that, you made this jump to Authentics and it, it to your points off the top, it's because there is an opportunity to innovate in this this space, specifically healthcare for, for authentic. So maybe talk at a high level about the opportunity that there is to innovate in the customer experience landscape. What, what, um, what is that opportunity for you? Yeah. So, well, you know, a, a couple of things come to mind. The first is um, when you think about behaviors and mm-hmm. consumer behaviors or business behaviors, um, 
our behaviors are driven by our emotion. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's like 80% of our decisions are emotion-based. Just, well, as people. just as people, right? Just as people, right. Yeah. Well, then it's like, well, what shapes your emotion? Well, it's your interactions, it's your experiences. Mm. And so uh, when you think about customer experience, a key part of that function is customer understanding and listening. And historically, that understanding and listening came from survey programs, which is kind of that that middle piece. It's the emotion. You know, surveys measure how satisfied are you? Are you likely to recommend? Those types of things. Well, they're not getting at what were the drivers of that emotion? What were the interactions that caused those feelings? And so the first innovation is getting all the way to the leading indicators of customer emotion, which drives customer behaviors, mm. um, and really understand that. The, the other thing that's directly related to that, um, which is an opportunity for all business, is to leverage the data that they already have about their customers. I mean, we see about like 90% of data in a company is wasted. It's called dark data. It's just sitting there. And um, companies aren't harnessing it because it's hard. It's hard to harness because it's messy, it's unstructured, it's unorganized. And um, that really is the opportunity to take a look at the data that's already available to you, the data that is about when the customer and you touch each other and organize and analyze that for purposes of improving customer emotion, which drives customer behaviors. Very good. So quite specifically, how do you think about interaction data? It is, um, is it the, literally the, the data that's being collected within any given interaction with the organization? And it, so is that accurate? And then if so, what's an example of that? Yeah. So an example of customer interactions are things like when they go to the website and they make a purchase or when they go to the website to get information or when they call you to solve a problem or when they use your your chat engine to ask a question so those are all different touch points specific micro moments um, that over time start to form these emotions that your customers have with you okay that's what i i was picturing then it's it's quite literally the entire life cycle touch point by touch point. Is that fair to say? Exactly. Yes. Yeah. You're starting to just to build on, on kind of your explanation that we've kind of gone, you're trying to take it from this exercise of, of a survey to collecting data across the, the touch point in the, in the real natural exercises that are occurring. With, exactly. With okay. Very yes. Good. Yeah. Awesome. And the the most common interaction data that we use at Authentics is when a customer calls you mm-hmm. or when they chat with you or when they send an email, it's any type of kind of bi-directional communication conversation. Yeah. Um, and what we see though, is that that source of interaction data is so valuable because customers tell you all kinds of things when they talk with you. 
Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and what you don't get in the, in the survey exercise. No, yeah. no, no. I mean, when, you know, if at best you're likely to get two sentences when you ask, you know, why did you rate us this way? Um, but in a conversation, um, it, we talk about conversations being infinite. Mm-hmm. There's no, you and I are having a conversation now. You're not going to have this conversation ever again. Right. And the same happens when customers interact on the phone or in chat with, with the business. They share a lot of color and context about their experience with you, mm-hmm. far more than just why they're calling. Right, right. Um, yeah, so it, you, can, you can take that information and really start to align it with their journey and see where are they at in their journey or what aspects have they shared with us about their journey um, you hear emotion in calls as well and all kinds of nuggets of opportunity. That tees up my next question, which really is the, the opportunities that this type of data starts to present within an organization. It feels like it starts to tee up kind of bigger conversations around not only customer experience, but how we're, we're thinking about training employees and so forth. Absolutely. Uh, that's exactly right. When you think about a conversation, there are two sides to it. There's there's your side, what you're sharing with the customer, and then there's what the customer is sharing with you. And if you think really simplistically about what you can learn from each of those, when we're listening to the company, which is generally their call center agent or the chat bot that is interacting with the customer, mm-hmm. what we hear there is about the experience that the customer is receiving. Mm -hmm. So are they being greeted warmly? Are they delivering a fond farewell? Are the soft skills on point? Those are a reflection of the brand that you're delivering to your customer. When we listen to the the caller, you hear all kinds of things to your point. You hear Mm -hmm. about opportunities that are causing friction in, in their interaction, we have uh, what we call the eddy effect. Okay. And if you think about going down a river, a big boulder is in the way. Well, an eddy is occurred by caused by that boulder, the water cycles, mm-hmm. circles. Well, that happens in our interactions with business too. We get stuck sometimes. Right, and right. when you're listening really closely to the caller, you'll hear things like, Well, I tried to go to the website and I got this thing, or I didn't know where to go. And they're, they're telling you that they're stuck. Um, So that's, that's a a type of insight that helps not just the customer experience team, but also informs marketing, the website strategy, you know, all, all different aspects of a business. Absolutely. So Authentics has started in healthcare. Um, So I'm kind of curious why, why start there, but then um, it seems like it's, a, it's just a, a the, the broader opportunity from an innovation standpoint is to really think about customer experience in this way uh, across the board, across industries. So maybe speak to that a little bit. Why healthcare initially? And, and do you guys see yourselves expanding beyond that over time? Yeah. So why healthcare is because our founder, Amy Brown, is from the healthcare um, world. She okay. has spent her career in healthcare and um, she sees an opportunity to have a significant impact, not just on the clients that we work with, but on the industry as a whole 
through the work that we do. Um, you know, I, I would also tell you that our mission at Authentics is to help humans understand humans. And there's no better way or place to do that than within the healthcare organization. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the third thing I would just say is um, at Authentics, we, we take on the hard stuff. Mm -hmm. And we all know healthcare is hard because we're all consumers of it. Um, right. And so just navigating healthcare um, is hard. And uh, it's something that, um, you know, we're not, we're not scared of the hard stuff. So <laughs> awesome. Well, really meaningful work and just kind of round it back into kind of customer management a little bit. So when you approach a customer, what, what's your mentality as you think about kind of evaluating their current state and trying to cast a vision for their future state? Um, I know you're, you're trying to establish your customer success, customer experience strategy within the organization. So how do you think about that as a leader? Yeah, thank, great question. Um, it's, it's a constant work in progress, but you know, some of the things that are fundamental to where we're at today is one, really um, focus on listening to our clients, creating space to ask them questions and, and, and listen and listen to understand from them as well. Mm -hmm. um, we generally focus in when, when we're starting a client engagement in three areas. So understanding their strategic focus, okay. what's important to them, what are some of the um, obstacles that they're dealing with, what are some of their hypotheses. Um, under, then the second is really understanding the key stakeholders. And a part of that is understanding the culture and how work gets done. Mm. And then the third category is really about understanding um, action and outcomes. What, what is the measure of success um, for us? And having that be a shared commitment between our two um, companies. And one of the things I learned um, from, from your organization is this continuous business improvement process. So it's not about QBRs anymore. It's about continuously focusing on those outcomes that we're all shared and working towards and keeping those front and center. Something I think about a lot. Thanks for the plug. Yeah, it, it really is just appreciating that it's, we're, we're always pursuing um, the, those goals and, and, and the work that's necessary to deliver value. You said one thing that caught my ear, which was you want to understand how the customer actually does does their work. Um, did I hear that correctly? So maybe mm -hmm. expand on that a little bit. What, what do you mean by that? Yeah, so it's, you know, uh, every company that we work with is different. You know, some companies will have meetings where there's 25 people on a, a weekly meeting with us. Mm -hmm. And then others, it's, you know, one or two um, elements of the core team. So it's really understanding how work gets done within a business. Is it, um, you know, flat? Is it hierarchical? Mm -hmm. um, is it weekly? Is it email? Is it teams? Is it, you know, what are the, what are the methods for um, connecting and communicating and moving forward that we're Very trying good. to really understand? An important ingredient, and I think it's. It, I'm going to make an assumption here, but one that actually gets overlooked oftentimes because we just kind of assume that we are going to get things done, but that's not always the case, especially if you don't understand who the players are and quite literally to your words, how they make decisions, 
and, and so forth. So I think that's a really, really good insight. A couple more questions before I let you go here. Uh, back to kind of interaction data and, and trying to innovate in the customer experience space. What's some uh, piece of advice that you'd give a leader who is likes likes the way that you're talking and, and wants to step into this world and, and take that next step of, of innovating and, and trying to understand customers better? Yeah, I would, you know, a simple place to start is go and listen to five calls, you know, um, just uh, commit to listen, it. Commit to five calls. Yeah. Listen to five calls, and and when you do that, um, be asking yourselves, what are all the things that I can learn just from these five? And then imagine that at scale, with yeah. machine learning and um, human analysis of it. Um, every call is a story in and of itself, and when you start to bring all those stories together. It, it can paint a really clear picture. The other beauty of it is it is representative and it's inclusive of all of your customers as well. So my advice would be go listen to five interactions that your customers are having and listen with the ear of what are all the things that we can learn um, just from these five and then imagine that at scale. Really good advice. I love that. Final question, the, the name of the podcast is Value Builders, and I like to ask every guest, what does it mean to be a value builder to you? So how do you think about it? Awesome. I So value builders, um, you know, I think a, a lot about the partnerships that companies have uh, with each other, and each party has a responsibility. And it's when both parties hold their responsibility where value is delivered. So um, for us at Authentics, our responsibility is to be a data-backed truth teller. We're, we're, we're the mirror that a company can hold up and see, the, see themselves from their customers' eyes. That's our responsibility. Our, our clients are responsible for uh, taking a look, being open to what they see in that mirror and um, doing things about it when, when there are things that they can do and are willing to do. Now, we're, we are also responsible for saying, hey, what have you been doing with that insight that we delivered? And, you know, asking the question, um, but it's, you know, ultimately a shared partnership and um, value is about each each party doing their part um, in awesome. that. Very good. Well said. Yeah, it's kind of multifaceted so many times. It's, there's a there's a solution that, that solves a problem that hopefully, you know, we're able to extract value from that. But to your point too, those relationships are, are really, really important to help guide our customers. Well, Leslie, thank you so much for spending time with me today. Really enjoyed this conversation. I, I know our audience will too, but I really appreciate your time. Thanks, Dave. This was fun. Thank you.